Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. As you step through and you're uh, trying to, uh, your eyes are trying to adjust and you're seeing this before you, this wave of energy blasts out towards all of you and you're all going to take 32 psychic damage and be stunned for one minute. Oh, Oh. Welcome to tonight's game. (laughs) I feel like it just ended. (laughs) (laughs) Well... You feel these tentacles wrap around your face and there's like this alien like teeth mouth beginning to uh, take a chomp out of your face. And for everybody, they hear like this, this like suction, this and Moot's gone. Pleasure to see you again, Moot. It's been a while. Um, Have you uh, come to make good? Kind of in a bit of a pickle here, being here and all my friends uh, being back wherever we were in that weird moist cave. Oh. Oh, so you've... So you've come for another favor. There's this brilliant flash of, like, electric light and moot. You're hovering above the brain in the center of this room. Blast of energy that ripples out around the room, briefly stunning the creatures in the room, while at the same time releasing your friends from their paralysis that's been holding them. For the last 18 seconds. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. I'm your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore. He, him, also with me today is Tom Laird. Yeah, he, him, and I'm playing Moot, who also goes with he, him. And Carla Maxted. She, her, playing Glim, also she, her. And Amy Moore. <laughs> so kind of you, she, her, and I'll be playing Sullivan Slight, he, him. Was it enough time, Chris? Hold on. And I will be playing Sullivan Slight, the Lightfoot Halfling Rose. <laughs> level 20 who has taken quite a few hits but not enough to get him down never gonna get him down not gonna keep him down can't do things like that he him and joining us again today is Kristen Flemons oh hi it's me Kristen Flemons who definitely doesn't have a mouthful of peanut butter um, <laughs> she her playing a gaff who also doesn't have a mouthful of peanut butter just a mouthful of cave floor and mind flayer hatred she her yeah yeah i i i realized now that i was like is everybody ready and then i didn't stop and wait for a response <laughs> no she had no, a mouthful of peanut <laughs> butter yeah. i realized that after i introduced I tom was like, i was looking over and like <laughs> i'm pointing at her just like <laughs> panic 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 
got a mouthful of peanut butter. Either choose her first. It's all right. Amy's a pro. She knew how to drag that out. That's right. Yeah, I handled good. it. It was fun. Oh, yes. So much fun. Where there's also a lot of fun is over on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Dumb Dragon Cast, where you you join, you become part of the part of the community. Uh, you can come chat with us in Discord and on Patreon, and we answer your questions and hang out, and Amy post garden pictures, and uh, Tom and I post all the bread things, and Carla posts... Carla, what Sometimes are you, what are you I post? don't post anything. I just quickly look at everything everyone else. Yeah, just yeah. yeah I'm just always there knowing. in the she's background, there. and she's reading everything. There's been like three dog photos you've posted there over the course of it. Yeah, so. fair enough. You get that. If pets my on dog mom. was able to take a photo, no wait. Wait if I was able to take a photo of my dog where he wasn't moving, I'd post pictures every day. But every picture is just a blur. It's the flash running through the screen. That's right. But when you are a patron, you also get an episode dedicated to you, like today's patron, Derelith. Derelith. Thank you. That is a name that I definitely rec- uh, recommend. No, <laughs> I recommend that name. Yeah, I recommend no, no. Derelith as well. Five out of five. Rec- would say that name again. Would say I've that read name again. So many things that they've posted. That's what I. I was gonna say I totally <laughs> recognize oh, from Discord. Yeah. Very active in the yeah. great Thank contributor. Thanks, Thanks for Also fun to say. Yeah. Also fun to say. Five out of five would say again. Absolutely. Like Darylith, you can join us at patreon.com slash dumb dragoncast. And now fuck it, let's play. Or die. <laughs> Either or. <laughs> I mean it's still up in the way. air. Yes, and <laughs> have you been to the improv classes? <laughs> We left our friends in a perilous scene where everybody except Sullivan Slight and Glim were um, taking naps, taking, slackers. taking naps on the job, <laughs> being controlled by this elder brain surrounded by mind flares and troglodytes and and these other weird things that started coming in, grells, these bird-beaked brains with tentacles coming in, moving upon our adventurers as Moot makes an electric appearance high above the brain, and there's this blast of energy that comes out from him and from the location where he arrives, and everybody who's incapacitated and everybody who's mind-controlled There's this static shock that runs through you and you feel movement come back to you as everybody is able to get up of their own accord. What? Nothing. No, I'm imagining him coming down, uh, like floating down, but like he's got a harness on. There's for sure wires. And he's got a microphone. He's wearing leather pants. And he's all like, get up, get on up. And everyone is doing that. (laughs) So that's that's what my big smile is. I mean, I'm super into it. And it's like, where do you get the leather pants? That was the Eldritch Boon. Yeah, that's right. Yep. It was the pants. Everybody wakes up and you get assless chaps. 100%. Moot, it is your turn in rotation. You are uh, electrified with wild magic energy as well as the 
Uh, I mean, we'll we'll play with this 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 great old one situation for a little while, uh, as long sure. as we need to. Here, you are hovering in the space above the brain, which its tentacles are are now with this energy that's in the room, like flailing around. As I said, you can you can hear its calls. You can't make sense of them. Hear its calls competing with the great old one's calls as it's screaming to all of the other creatures which have amassed more since you have since you left the space uh, which really was instants ago but for you feels like a little bit longer like a few minutes as you were discussing uh, the goings on with Athabasca getting caught up in the in the void space can you give me a, a rundown of where everything is in relation to this giant brain okay so you got the giant brain Yep. Uh, I will say you're facing your friends uh, and the the entrance which you came in. Um, Glim and Sully appear to be fighting or have... Uh, they appear to be fighting as you enter. Everybody else is kind of laid out in the space around them. All of these, these soft-clawed creatures, the troglodytes, uh, are moving quickly around the walls, uh, like some of them leaping in the air down towards uh, your friends. There are the growls, the bird-beaked brains coming in from behind, and you look behind, and there is this this cavern that goes uh, that goes deeper into this this tunnel system uh, where they appear to be coming out of, uh, okay. and then tentacles splashing around in this in this giant lake pool that the brain is suspended in. Okay, and uh, mind flares hovering. <laughs> sorry. And I was like, what players. about the mind players? But I didn't want to be like, what about the homework teacher? Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> we, what about the quiz we're supposed to have? How far away are Moot and Sully and Agath and Rax? Uh, well, you're, uh, from the brain, you're right over top of it. Everybody yep. else is probably tentacles coming out like 60 to 75 feet. So okay. they've got okay. some distance, okay. but you you are within well within any proximity. Yeah, I am going to fucking hit the brain with a fireball. What's going to happen here? Right. It's like the downtime didn't even happen, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ice Storm is like a big cylinder that I will be inside of. Mm-hmm. Aren't you immune to your own <sighs> shit? That's what I wonder. I mean, maybe when I'm all supercharged. I don't know, Russ. How, how are you feeling about it? Nah, we'll say that you've got a, a level of protection. Uh, okay, then. We are changing to uh, Ice Storm. It will be Cut Ice it Storm. Up. Hate this brain. Well, it does bludgeoning damage, and brains are soft, so absolutely, I like it. That so, will hopefully be a good oh, thing. Uh, Ross, you need to make a dexterity saving throw. The humidity in here is really making Glim's hair look pretty hilarious, though. So we'll probably <laughs> all laugh about it once we're out of this. Situation. I'm imagining you are like Monica in Jamaica. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Okay. Totally. Does three succeed? <laughs> uh, three. Three is very close. Okay. I just but wanted to be not, part of the team here, just not like there. with low rolls. One of <laughs> us. <laughs> these these hail this hailstorm just starts to like absolutely pound this giant brain, and you're gonna take a bunch of bludgeoning and cold damage. Yeah, you are. All right. All right. Oh, here we go. No immunities to any of those. Okay. Oh, do you have immunities to fire? I'm not telling you. I have immunities too. I have not oh, immunities to none of those. That's seventeen bludgeoning and a bunch of colds coming your way too. Well, from the zero damage I've taken so far. From the zero damage. <laughs> uh, Twenty-six cold on top of that. Twenty-six, seventeen, thirty-three, forty-three. And the hailstorms will turn the area of effect into difficult terrain until the next turn. Okay, so we're gonna say like the the pool beneath it begins to freeze, so the tentacles have problems, uh, difficulty moving. Um, 
It's going to try to hit you with, with one of those tentacles before they're completely locked in. That's going to be an 18 to hit. Uh, 18 will hit. Okay, you're going to take 20 bludgeoning damage. Oof. And you Yikes. are... Uh, make a strength saving throw, please. I are make a strength saving throw. Yes, Coming up. You are make a strength saving throw. <laughs> oh, that's a 20. <gasps> Uh, you are not nice. grappled, so you're going to take that bludgeoning damage, uh, but not be grappled. Uh, is there anything else you can do on your turn, sir? Uh, no. No, that is all we are doing this time. Okay. Well, I mean, that's pretty good. It's pretty good coming back and... Well, saving the fucking day. Saving the fucking that's day, right. Luke. Yeah. What would the mind flayers do in this situation? They haven't specifically taken the fuck damage. Out of dodge, just like this is going <laughs> south, man. We're you know out of here. They we're not we're not paid enough. It's going to. I don't think this one has recharged, so I'm going to try. It recharges. It's going to try and um try and um mind blast you, moot. Make an intelligence saving throw, please. Uh, also, Russ, I did have a, a bonus action that I would like to retcon into the end of my last oh, turn. Go for it. Go for it. Where I uh, cast Mage Armor on myself, which I can do at will without expending any spell slots or or uh, components. Okay. We'll say the boon for you is you also get advantage on your your saving throws and ability checks. Oh, okay. That's dope. Uh, first one is a 17. 17 saves. So, yeah, the, the 18 was for the brain. It's a much it's much more intelligent. <laughs> oh, okay. By uh, one perfect. hit point. <laughs> so 17 does succeed, so you don't need the... Don't need the awesome. Well, there. 17 was my best one. So. Okay, so yeah, this blast <laughs> comes out. Uh, it doesn't work on you. Uh, cool. You do take 11 psychic damage, however, half damage. Oh, all right. Uh, a goth. You have motion, range of things? motion. You are oh my God. Oh my God. prone, so to stand up is half your movement, but there are the troglodytes bearing down on you in the air. So even if you were to stand mm-hmm. up and have half movement, like you're going to be able to hit something, okay. uh, several things if you want to. I would love to hit several things, but is there a mind flare within um, whacking a distance? In melee, no. Within ranged, yes. Okay, could I move to make it? I do have a reach weapon, so if I moved and then I had a long weapon, can it reach fifteen feet in the air? Um, I want to. I want to. What do if you vicious lance? It says reach. I don't know. I can look Reaches, up reach. I think five feet. No, it's fifteen. Totally fifteen. Yeah, you're probably right. Totally fifteen. I think you're just carrying around a fifteen 10, foot right? stick. Yeah. Okay, no, hold on. Wait, is there one of those stupid brain birds she could step on and jump into the air and hit it? Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. let's do that. That sounds yes. like that. Yeah, describe that two, to me two if that's what you brain want. Brain birds, one stone. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, Ag- Agatha gets up and is royally pissed off. Um, she does not like being incapacitated one bit. And locks eyes with one of these horrific googly face tentacle bros, and just is like you know, I don't know what this gesture is called, the the pointing at your eyes, pointing at their eyes gesture. The yeah. the I'm the fuckers, captain yeah. now. Yeah, like I'm a. Ca- oh, two I'm very a different movies. Yeah, I don't know, <laughs> but that's what she does, and she just takes off and like with those big thunderous Goliath steps and leaps and like. You know, air runs, yeah, crushing, crushing brain, stupid crushing little bird brain birds yeah. under her Love feet, it. and then like comes down, stabbing with this giant lance. Awesome! Yeah. 
Come on. Come on, dice. Oh my god. Okay, 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 okay. That's a tw not a natural 20, but a 20. Yeah, that'll hit. All right, vicious Lance. Get vicious. That is 12 points of um, vicious Lance damage. Um, I get three attacks. Can I do, like, am I, like, suspended in the air? I can just wail on this guy midair, or am I hitting somebody on my way down? Yeah, like, you get three per action, yeah. right? So I imagine, like, you're coming in, like, flailing. You're you're falling as you're going, yeah. so maybe you hit the head on the first one, chest, and the knees cool. on, the on the third. But Love yeah, it. like... That is not nearly as good. What is seven plus nine? Sixteen. Sixteen will hit. Ooh. Um... That is 11 more points of vicious lance damage. I'm assuming okay. it's like piercing or slashing, but. And I mean, a lance certainly sounds like a piercing weapon. Yeah. I'm just imagining Lance from NSYNC just being. Yes. <laughs> that is whom I am wielding, uh -huh. but vicious now. Bye bye yeah. bye. <laughs> um, and then uh, 24. Yes. Oh, yes. Uh. 14 points of bye-bye-bye. You're going to end sync this lance I, into him? Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, continue. I'm going to do another thing. I'm going to mark him. Unwavering mark, there it is. When you hit with a melee attack, I can mark the creature until the end of my next turn. It has disadvantage on any attack that doesn't target me. So it's the, like... You and me, bro. You guys can't see it. Kristen's got crazy yeah. eyes. Yeah. <laughs> They're Such wild. good eyes. Boom, boom, boom. Falling down. Crazy eyes are happening. It, it looks stunned in the air as it's kind of blasted back from these three hits. Uh, Matamar, who quickly... Uh, let's see if they... <laughs> Realizes yeah. it. He's weighing over his head. He's weighing <laughs> over his head. Out of his doubts. Um, but quickly stands up knows far and beyond that he is way out of his steps and and rushes and hides in like this little alcove. It's the right thing to do. Yeah, yeah. it really yeah. is. What roll if he the, died? How bad would we feel? Roll a 24 stealth so he manages to kind of sneak through and uh, and around and, and away. So he is he rock is, now. Um, unless called upon, we'll say that he is out of rotation for now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Who can oh, oh roll for his acid? Nope. Um, who can he trample with his badass hooves? Every stupid bird uh, brain. Got lots of <laughs> lots of troglodytes. Uh, bird brains coming in. Troglodytes would probably be the easiest, easiest All right. hit. The troglodytes are the, the soft, soft claws. quad creatures. Okay. Yep. Soft claws. All right. Beanie babies. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's a one. Uh oh. So oh. no. 
He trips on a stone. He, he trips kind of <laughs> getting up, and the troglodytes rush on top of him. No. Sorry. Hate them. Uh, they are rushing on top of him. The brain's turn. It senses. Like, Moot, you can, you can hear... Again, don't understand what it's saying specifically, but you sense there's a tone shift in the in the directions that it's giving. It is more panicked and frantic. And below you, below this ice storm, that it continues to get pummeled and like the lake is freezing, it blinks out of existence beneath you. Get your own thing, brain. And it is gone. Right? right. If you roll Arcana, you might know what what it did. Sure, I'm into it. A dirty 20. You get uh, a distinct feeling that it cast plane shift. So it has left this plane. You no longer sense it or its location or its voice. Okay. You sense the voice of the mind flayers uh, who are like second in command now, who are who are also increasing in panic and... Uh, and ferocity, and one of them is next, and it is also going to <laughs> plane shift out. Uh, Glim, as the brain is gone, and as the great old one's power has released you from the control of the brain over you, it is your turn. Great. Moot is still above, like, that pool where the brain was. Yes. Yep. Okay. But there's still a bunch of other creatures. Should we have a moment since you did just try to like whack at but I, me? But I rolled like a one and a two. I, I mean, realistically, do you even know that I tried to oh, yeah, <laughs> attack fair. you? I don't know. Because it was pretty bad. Came up behind, you heard like the swing of the sword. Like, woo, woo. Like, Whoa, you tried. You almost hit me. <laughs> Easy does it there. But, but maybe? I don't know. You tell me. No, That's but do you, know do you even know that you were mind controlled? Okay. Oh, you do? Well, then I yeah. assume you'd be apologetic regardless yes. of whether or not I knew 100%. you were trying to hit oh, me. Oh, Sully, I'm so sorry. It was like I had my brain and I I did a uh, bad job, so I didn't hit you, but I'm so, I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah, that's all right. Maybe you can make it up to me by, like, squishing some of these real gross things and, uh, 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 and Sully, like, shakes his leg because there's, like, one of those little gross brain bird things beside him. Ah! I think that what I will do is, what's like the biggest bad within reach of me? It's me. Two mind flares <laughs> up in the air. We'll say that uh, a goth maybe knocked one down, so it is like five feet above the ground right Perfect. now. Perfect. Um, so I'm going to attack it with the Vorpal Longsword, but then I'm also, <laughs> if I hit it, which hopefully I will, put some some extra special divine smite on that. So he'll get a whole bunch of extra radiant damage. That is a 23. She's back. Yeah. <laughs> so then 31 stabby damage. Okay. Describe what it looks like when you kill this mind flare. I feel like I really did not like having something in my brain. So I'm really going for head. So... <laughs> If that means a decapitation, maybe, or it could be just a real gross stab into the face. Like they've got, yeah, like big bulbous skulls and then like long octopus tentacles coming off of their like chin area. And I mean, it did have its face 
tentacles all over your face. Oh, yeah, face. I forgot about that, too. I'm really situation. having a bad day. Glim's yeah. <laughs> having a rough one. So, yeah, maybe just, like, direct stab into the face and then a pull down. Just kind of kind of flay it a little. Yeah, yeah you're flaying its mind. I love it. Yeah, that's fun. That's fun. Moot, in your mind, you sense, like, it get a little quieter as okay. far as, like, the different voices that you're hearing as you see now Glim flay as one mind flayer. Um, you still have two... I have one, one more attack. Troglodytes or Yeah, growl. I'll go for a, a troglodyte. That's a 26. Yes. And that is 24. Describe the death. I can't even smite anything. I'm just killing them all straight <laughs> just, up. All right. Yeah. yeah, Glim has hit upon a theme here, and the theme is get out of my head or I will remove yours from you. So I think it's all just going to be head stuff today. All right, going for heads, just swinging yeah. around, the bringing down, and then uh, swinging wide. Anything you can or would like to do to finish out your turn? No, I don't think so. Oh, it feels so much better being able to do something, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Troglodytes are going to continue to attack. Um, they're going to try as long as there's mind flares around. Several are going to rush you, Glim. We're going to say... Seems fair. Four are going to try and attack you. Mm-hmm. To roll. And yet, with their multi-attacks, uh, 18 to hit. Yeah, 18 is uh, my 18. And then two rolled a nine. So you're going to take... 21 slashing damage. Uh, one's going to come towards you, Sully, uh, with a bite for a nine and a claw for a 22. Uncanny dodge. <laughs> All right, so you just I've just been it. locked and loaded for so long for someone to attack me. Okay. Uh, so you take half damage on that one then? Uh, I do believe I half the attack's damage against me. Indeed. uh, Seven slashing damage then. Moot, Uh you're up in the air. The Grells are going to try and come towards you. Okay. Uh, They get to make two (laughs) attacks. Uh, Tentacles, one with tentacles and one with their beaks. There's quite a few of them. Brace yourself. Let's say four of them are coming at you. So four tentacle attacks. Okay. Uh, So now one... Uh, and a 13, and a 13, and a, and an 8. How, uh, they didn't hit with their tentacles, so they're not going to hit with their beaks. Wow. I mean, yeah, that was not great, right? No, I'm, I... Usually uh, like pushing just, them away by their faces. <laughs> I just looked up a growl, and in a way it actually is much funnier than I thought, yes. because it really looks like a testicle. Descri- <laughs> yes. Descriptions are Well, are now the I key. need to Google this. Yeah. Yeah, it no, really it's... looks more like a testicle with a beak and some tendrils than uh Yeah. Than a brain. Than a brain. I mean it also looks like a brain, I, mean, I guess, but yeah, there you go. I don't know. Just, yep. <laughs> just in case you want just that. Just in case you want still that in your it. brain. Oh yeah. Yep. 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 <laughs> it's still much more the beak itself is much more comical than the beak that I had given it in my mind. It was mm-hmm. much more sinister. Mm-hmm. This sure. looks like a Muppet See, beak. See, that's the beautiful thing about the mind palace. Is you yeah. can, you the thing you're gonna come up with is way worse than whatever yeah, it the was artist did. It was much yeah. scarier than I than I thought. Good, then we succeeded there. Um, who has Listeners, don't go ahead and Google these. Yeah, don't uh, look at it. Just picture something scary. Uh, yeah. Everything is panicking. There's no, there's nothing landing anywhere. Flamikins is up. 
Oh my god, she's oh, still here? Stretching, feeling good, verbal somatic, baby. She's doing lunges in the corner, just waiting for her right. turn. I like what you're doing, Moot. Uh, let's uh, cast lightning bolt. Fuck yeah, bud. Everything has to make a dexterity saving throw, a stroke of lightning, 100 feet long and 5 feet wide, blasts out in a direction you choose. Each creature... Is that everybody? Uh, well, he's just not going to point it towards you. Aren't we scattered about It's only 5 feet the... wide. Yeah, but she's she's a professional. Yeah. <laughs> of course she is. That's something that people say about Flamikins. If there's anything that anyone's ever said about Flamikins when describing her in one word, it is professional. Do you want her to roll 11d6 and kill a whole bunch of shit or not? Hell yeah. yeah. Obviously, yes, we do, But we're going to make fun at the same time. That's what we do, Russ. Fair enough. <laughs> Russ has had it up to here with our shit. That's right. Hey, we got to put up with him just oh, beating yeah. on us the whole last <laughs> The whole episode. last episode. It was rough. <laughs> yeah. 36. A, a line of these creatures, just like the lightning burns through them as the other ones on the on the perimeter of this scatter. So many of them drop. Yes. Question. Uh, are these troglodytes and growls, look at me using the real words, mm-hmm. coming out of the tunnel continuously or had they all arrived? Uh, it, it, there are no new ones coming. Like the, like the troglodytes okay. looked like they were the, the ones... Uh, the growls, there were several of them that came out, but there's not like an endless stream of things okay, coming good. out I of was this just cavern. Wondering. Yeah. Sully was going to do something cool, but so much has happened in between that has now made that impossible. I mean, you can still do cool things. <laughs> now I'm going to do yep, something Yep, It's going to be mediocre, guys. <laughs> Prepare yourself. <laughs> I think what he's going to do is he's just going to like. I don't know, run run through some of these growls or whatever's closest to him with his da- both daggers in each hand and just go for it. Like that. Uh, in his right hand, he has rolled a 19. Yep. Thank God for that bonus to hit. And in his left hand, it is a 28. Also good. Nice. Uh, 1d4 plus 6. Not going to be a lot here. And in one hand, oh, nine damage. And in the next, seven damage. You get like a sneak attack or anything like that? I mean, you're around, you're around friends and stuff. I am, but my... Um... Sneak attack gives you 10d6. Okay, well, I guess, you know what? I think I have like a, a disconnect between what I believe to be sneak attack and what it says sneak attack is. Yeah, sneak to attack. me, if I'm in the middle mm. of a group of things that are currently fighting, <laughs> I'm not sneaky. Everybody knows I'm there. But this is just like. Well, there's where you're wrong, this though, is, Amy. Right? Like, this, <laughs> yes. obviously, that's not what sneak attack if means. If you sneak up and have advantage on something, then yes, absolutely. But there's also the caveat of if you have a an ally within well, yeah. five feet of another creature, you also get sneak attack because their attention is split, right? Okay, yeah, they're distracted. Well, so you're sneaking over. Just roll 10d6 and see what happens. <laughs> 33. Three. How All about right. that? Uh, the growls. Uh, there's one mind flayer left. There's some growls. Uh, the voices in your head. Great old one who's still giving you this boon that you have here. And then the troglodytes, which are quite fewer in numbers than they were previously. We'll say that, but there's still several uh, surrounding your friends down on the ground. Um, am I getting any like tips and tricks from my uh, 
Great one, whispering in my ear. What kind of tips and tricks do you want? Duck. Cheat code. Slash. Up, up, yeah. down, I mean, down, is back, it like back, an up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA select start situation? It's the middle and I've got to sing a song by myself. Because we didn't record it last night because we were so tired. Hey, it's me. In the middle, by myself. Happy to have you here. Uh, just curious, have you been thinking about joining us on Patreon? We would love to have you. In fact, if we get four more patrons, we are going to reach another goal that we have going on. Uh, where when we reach 100 patrons, it's a huge goal for us. Love these community goals because that means we're 100 100 people strong in our Patreon community that are supporting us here creating the shows that you love including this one dungeons and dragons but when we reach that goal we're going to do another improv live show exclusively for our patrons try and get as many people out there as we can because the bigger we make those shows the more suggestions fly in the more wildness happens and we're going to wrangle some past guests of the show to see how many people we can get to come join us for a night of fun and laughs and just all out good times so like I said, if you've been on the fence, now's a great time to help us reach the next goal to support the show that you love here with Dungeons and Dragons and get to partake in an exclusive live show. You get your invite automatically coming right to you. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast. We hope to see you over there. Let's get back to the episode here and see what magic is in store for everybody as they battle their way through all of these yucky, yucky monsters. Who comes up with these things? All right. Bye now. No, it's more What's of like... What's your relationship mood, with your great old mood, one? Mood, mood. <laughs> Just a, a solid cheer section? <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah. 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 Uh, relationship's good. Good. He took my hand. Uh, he gave me some power. <laughs> like in marriage? Like, okay, after that, though. <laughs> like, between then and now, like, what... Uh, historically because we haven't really delved into it like this is the first time we've been actually been able to in this new timeline to be like um what what up great old one um what normally between the last seven years or whatever it's been have they done for uh well the uh ability to uh use magic on an ongoing basis pretty big one for moot Mm mm-hmm um, and really gives a leg up over like a lot of other situations because there's not a lot of people out in the world over those last years that have that access. Mm-hmm. All right. So he's actually been pretty stoked with his uh, with his deal. I've so, got such some questions though about your great old ones. Are they gods? Are they immune to the goings on of what's happening? We can't answer these questions right now. We can answer these questions in the downtime. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, okay. Oh, all right. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast if you want to get the downtime that we do after the episode and, like, chit-chat about, like, what we learned ones. on our character what? sheets, what great old ones are, you know, yep. cool stuff like that. I'm going to have to go sign up for our own Patreon, apparently, to gain access to... <laughs> uh, well, I was thinking, like, here, like, if he's, like, you know, if there's an obvious game plan of, like, we should kill the last Mind Flayer and the rest of this will dissolve quickly, like, maybe he's whispering that in my ear... Or maybe he's just like, yes, wreak havoc upon everyone. <laughs> no, probably more the second, like the vibe you're getting. Like they have their own kind of uh, vibe and um, and motivations. And um, while you are a a pawn in that, 
they don't really care too okay. much if anybody lives or dies. Um, so long as you succeed in in what you're doing. Okay. So kill everything. Then. Yeah, I mean, let's yeah. do that. I will. Uh, okay. In that case, I will cast uh, Eldritch Blast again. Okay. And I'll focus three of them on the Mind Flayer, and then one on I don't know a Grell. <laughs> This is really thing. blast the shit out of that. <laughs> this one. Grill. Hey, Larry. Larry, listen up. Hey, hey. Grell with the limp. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Oh, Give me right. some rolls. All right. Uh, first one's a 27. Second one's a 26. Third one is a 17. And fourth one's a 27. All will hit. Jesus. Regardless of okay. which ones are being hit. Perfect. All right, I'll roll some uh, d10s here. Give me, based on your 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 wild magic uh, connection state right now, just give me max damage. Oh, well, Ooh. okay. Uh, then the Mind Flayer takes 30 force damage, and the Grell takes 10 force damage. Damn. Uh, all right, baby. Describe the describe the death of the Mind Flayer and the Grell. It's it's not great. Because uh, the the beams of and like the 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 balls of energy keep like slamming him into the wall, and eventually he just kind of like gooifies under the third and final one, and then it's like a real slow slide down the wall. Gross. Moot, that was disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> it was fantastic. It was disgusting. Well, there, there's just a lot going on right now. I I might have been overkill, but you know what? Let's just do it. Let's do it. Let's have a little fun. Okay, there are many, <laughs> many creatures. Sully looks worriedly over at, at, at Glim, like, uh, oh. Uh, well, uh, I, I don't know how to process that. Okay, so there are no more mind flyers. There's no more brain. There are troglodytes that are uh, attacking. Uh, some confusion enters their, enters their kind of scape uh, as the last mind flayer uh, dies. And the Grells are are there too. Let's go one more round around, starting with a goth. Uh, describe the scene and what cool thing that could lean into the next individual. Feel free to work together and describe cool, awesome shit that's happening. If you need an assist on anything, let's just uh, be really, be really awesome. Killing all these troglodytes because they're low levels and they like, won't kill what, you. What kind of like weapon do you have? Because Sully could like. Toss you a few, a few growl. You yeah. to play some baseball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or we could do some like uh, skeet shooting. Or yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was. Uh, what kind of weapon do you have? Because I could. I was. I think a Gath would want to go get these troglodytes off racks, right? Because he was kind of being swarmed. Um, so I don't know if she can like, you know whack some of them up in the air if anybody has some uh yeah yeah some some spell action perhaps just, just got a short bow okay sweet yeah so target practice yeah target practice Moot's got time. spells carla or glim's got spells everybody mm -hmm. it's just a fun game that we're going to be playing now inside the game we're already playing <laughs> i'm gonna um run over and like grab the mace and just like you know batter up um, start whacking them off into the air um, off of racks and I think imagine as he um, is the, as there's few fewer laying them down he can sort of assist as well and like bucking them up into the sky what if I cast moonbeam and then you hit them into the moonbeam and then they just like went 
in radiant damage as they like enter the area. Little like I love this. Little like a uh, fireworks show. And Moot's just yeah. yell or Sully's just yelling things like Paul because you know. <laughs> Not doing anything after that. No, no. Paul. Well, because I mean, the moonbeam's yeah. there, so he's like, you're not going to waste arrows on this business. He's just no. showing encouragement. Awesome. Yeah, troglodytes and Grell are flying through this moonbeam. Moot, what are you. What kind of. You got a jazzed vibe. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, let's look through this spell list again and find something fun. Hang on. I love and I'm scared of this version of Moot, and I am here for it. (laughs) This bloodthirsty Moot. Okay. Let's have some fun. Like, the fuck is wrong with this guy? Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Um, Got a little little spell here called Sickening Radiance. Oh, yeah. If we're working with some radiant damage uh, over on one end, well, we'll put some radiant uh, light on another as well. Light this place up! So a dim greenish light spreads within a 30-foot radius sphere centered on a point I choose, which I'll put, like, right next to the moonbeam. Catch so any stragglers? Options. Yeah. Yeah. You know, can't always be accurate on all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, when a creature moves into the spell's area for the first time or starts its turn there, that creature must succeed on a con saving throw or take 4d10 Radiant damage, suffer one level of exhaustion, and emit a green, uh, dim greenish light in a five foot radius. It just happens. Uh, everything that, um, <laughs> as as these creatures are being batted around and this, this, this sickening radiance is being spread around, there they begin to try and flee as they're being caught up in it. Sully's so trying to catch the ones that are trying to get away and like throw them into the moonbeam or the sickening sphere. <laughs> I don't think it works that well. I think he's like I was grabbed say, the, the tentacle. Are pretty big, but well, I, oh well, yeah, the growls. The sure, growls. Yeah. The growls. I think he's like grabbing tentacles and like because it's probably similar size to him. Sure. It's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's just kind of like grappling off to the side. You guys are doing cool shit. He's like, get over here, you fucking bird brain, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> hey, Sully, toss one over here. Toss, toss it. I can barely just. Okay. <laughs> Chaos bolt flies towards you. It explodes <laughs> in your face. There's brain goop all over you. Ah, oh, that, that warning would have been nice. Thank you so much. I gave you the warning. I said toss him over here, and you that's weren't throwing That's not a warning. Him. That's okay. a that's a direction. Uh, as is the as the scene fades down, you're covered in the death of of all of these creatures. You settle yourselves, moot. You kind of. The, the sound in your head lightens. It's not gone, but it's it's kind of just in, in the back there um, as you bring yourself down and you have a moment now to collectively breathe. You all recollect yourselves and you notice uh, the, the further tunnel where the Grells were seen coming in. You see Matamar moving off to. He has snuck off and you see him just kind of disappear down that cave. Do we all have that moment where we look at each other and laugh? Because we all just almost like, like <laughs> but there's like nothing else you can do, right? Everyone's like, <laughs> yeah. but moves laughing like a little too much. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sounds a little manic. Like, oh, we should follow Madame. He's just going, right? I mean, it's and it's so humid in here. You guys, like my hair. Wow, what's he going to say anything? Get out of here? That's nuts. Oh, oh my that moonbeam didn't scare things off. That do woulda. <laughs> You begin to move further back, and you, you, you hear like the, the the sliding 
sound of the black ichor that you walked through to get in here. You see it falling and sliding down to the ground and dispersing like within the pool. And you see light coming in from outside of this cave as you're moving back to follow Matamar. You go down this tunnel and it, it winds around for a little bit. You're calling out to Matamar as you enter into this new area, this new cavern. And there are these alcoves where there are our bodies lined up in. And you see Matamar, like at the center of this room, there is this, for lack of a better term, what looks like a large bird bath. Um, <laughs> this thing's really bird centric. Right? Um, but within it is a very similar substance to what the pool was made out of this kind of suspension fluid. And in this suspension fluid are these large, like tadpole like creatures, like with long tails. And he's looking into this and has like this, like glazed over look to him. Hey, uh, hey, Madma, buddy. Snaps out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You okay? Uh, there was a lot of gore back there, and you seemed really scared. You disappeared for a little bit. Great job at hiding. But then you just kind of took off without saying anything. I mean, we did laugh for a really long time back there, some of yeah, us more than others, but... No, I heard you. I just felt... I just, was, I just felt compelled to come back here. I don't know don't know why, and you oh, look... That's ar- not good. You look around to the... They're, they're all similar creatures. Some, some are... Some are more human. Some are uh, mostly what a Matamar appears to be. And a lot of them appear to be in like this stasis state. They're uh, not awake. There are... Are they in like vats? What's what are are they like just standing no, there? No, like they're they're standing up, but uh, like there's this 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 substance that seems to be like binding them to the wall. Cocoony, cocoony esque. Okay. Yep. The the more you go around, some of them appear to have giant holes in their head. Oh, oh, buddy, don't don't look too closely at some of these guys. They look like they may be your friends. Well, they were your friends. Yeah, no, I see that. Uh, don't, don't look. Well, I said don't. I, I was here before you. I saw, and then, uh, like these things in this, in this, in this pool. Like I remember now. I remember they put them in. If you walk through, and then you'd, they put them in your head. Excuse me. Oh. Who's they? Those, those, the. The things with the tentacles off their face. That's where my friends went. That's where I went. So you, you have, you, do you have one of these in your, inside your head right now? I think so. So you're like incubating like a frog or something? I don't think they're frogs. I think they're more of them. These little guys, are those tentacle bearded bastards? Once they come out. Wonder, can you be healed of this? Like, is this some, like, maybe not here, like, right now? Like, obviously, you're okay f- for the moment. Um, these ones seem not to be okay, because some of them have the holes in the heads, and that seems like they've hatched, right? Um, One of these tadpole-looking creatures, like, is, is like, 
trying to like climb up and out. I'm gonna and, like, falls mace to it. the ground. Yeah, I was just gonna say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. My fire yeah. breath recharges, and I, going to my I spell take my staff. <laughs> yeah, no, that thing yeah, is like getting squashed. Four of us, four of us, just all of a sudden are like, oh god, and then start hitting Rax it. Rax is like stomp, stomp, stomp. <laughs> wow. Ugh. That was not an overreaction. I don't, I don't know if you can be healed. Well. I mean, if anybody knows Bahamut, probably knows. So, like, we're maybe yeah. just, like, you know, we're going to ask yeah. him, like, share some big information, but maybe he could just do, like, one other little thing. Maybe. Guys? But this can't be okay for the for the people, the gods who live here in yeah, Celestia, right? Yeah, maybe this right? is, like, you can come be, like, some evidence for us of the bad thing that's happening. Or- I'm going to take... Madamar's hand and and brush his skull. Kind of, <laughs> you, you see, like Agath kind of grits her teeth a little bit, and she's gonna try and cast lesser restoration on him and see if that does anything. Ooh, mm. Tell me what lesser restoration can heal. I mean, I'm thinking it's probably not high enough level, but she's going to try. It says you touch a creature and can end either one disease or one condition affecting it. Condition can be blinded, deafened, paralyzed, or poisoned. It is not necessarily that. Yeah, so you no. can you can definitely use it, but yeah, like there's a radiant glow that moves from you to him, and I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know if it did anything. It was worth an attempt, but this is beyond my abilities. I am much more adept at the crushing side of things these days. Oh, oh, what if we lure it out like a tapeworm? What if we try to find someone more adept? Okay, I guess that's true. I don't want to be cruel or anything, though, but it seems like there's a bigger problem than just Madama. No offense, Madama. No, that's fine. Because, I mean, they're just going to keep taking your people to incubate the the weird beards, right? Well, are there any more of them other than... He looks around at the... 12... bodies... Oh, we should probably kill all these people. Yeah, I mean, not even kill because they're definitely already dead and gone. So they are no longer your friends and loved ones. And we're just going to really quickly Mm -hmm. just maybe take care of. I'm going to. I'm going to. Maybe you should just. Go back down the tunnel. He walks out and you see him kind of just put his hands in his ears. God, this is the worst timeline ever. We cut ahead as you are being led out of the cavern that you are in. And you pass by various pictograms on the walls showing images that look very similar to the mind flares coming up from what looks like some underdark region with a figure hovering around and above them. It looks very reminiscent. That looks very reminiscent of Orcus and his goat-like, hideous face. And these figures are depicted as rising to these otherworldly, godlike planes. 
with what can be determined as hatcheries being created or implanted in these worlds with a final image or goal of them working alongside an undead army. It leads you out of the cavern. You are on a hill that overlooks the forest where you came from. You've moved beyond whatever or broken whatever void that you were trapped in from this, this elder brain or these mind flares or whatever whatever power that was was trapping you within this loop. And you see the mountain before you a little bit closer than it was before. And Matamar, sullen and, and broken, leads you down and towards Mount Celestia. Dungeons and Dragons, Season 2, Episode 122, starring Amy Moore as Sullivan Slight, Carla Maxted as Glimp, Tom Laird as Moot, Kristen Flemons as a goth, and Russ Moore as your Dungeon Master. Editing, production, and sound design by Russ Moore. This episode featured music from Epidemic Sound and sound effects from Epidemic Sound, Boom Library, and Sound Ideas. A huge thank you to our supporting producers, Gabriel Lynch, Jessica Babiak, Cat Waterflame, Jacob Madden, Christian Brown, Devin Michaels, Craig Zeiss, Aaron Stevens, Darylith, Lou Lahan, L.A. Branton, and Nathaniel Teeter. To support Dungeons & Dragons and our many other productions and get access to an exclusive podcast called The Adventures Up, bonus episodes, and much more, please join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. You can also follow us at facebook.com slash dumbdragonpodcast and on Instagram and Twitter at dumbdragoncast. Thank you for listening. Have a great week. We'll talk again soon. Dungeons & Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Hi, we're the narrators of Midst. What's Midst? It's very simple. It's a weird, surrealist, fourth-wall-breaking, reality-bending, science-fantasy space western about a small doomed planet floating in a cosmic ocean of spooky darkness. Upon whose alien landscape an ensemble cast of characters, including a crotchety outlaw, a freakishly virtuous cultist, and a diabolical businessman, make awful decisions and fight like hell to survive when the moon falls out of the sky and a large number of terrible things happen in rapid succession. It's exciting, it's funny, it's scary. It's got neat sound, weird music, amazing visuals, and every episode comes with bonus content you can read and examine. Midst is performed solely by yours truly as the three of us narrate all the action, play all of the characters, and bend a lot of the rules about how telling stories is normally supposed to work. Midst is pretty fun, very strange, and it feels like VR for your brain. We believe you'll enjoy it, or maybe you won't, but there's really only one way to find out. You're going to have to listen to Midst. Midst.